Today, I'm telling you a story. It's a story about me, whoop whoop, and my experience with the Miss America competition. Are you ready? Are you ready? Okay, I don't care, let's go. My sophomore year of college, a friend told me to sign up for the Miss University of Mobile pageant. And as a joke, I did. I've only competed in three pageants and they were fun, but I'm not always the most confident gal. So strutting my stuff on a stage in front of so many people really isn't my cup of tea. But I said I was going to, so I did. This was apparently so out of character because my best friend at the time genuinely thought I was joking until two days before the competition. And side note, I hate people doubting me. So obviously, this just gave me more ammunition to do it. I started preparing for the competition and jumped headfirst into the Miss America world. I learned about social impact initiatives, how to choose them, how to start your own campaigns, the standard hair and makeup, all of the titles, how the program works in general, what to wear for each section of the competition, and genuinely studied my tail off to figure out how I was going to win this thing. After weeding through the million things that I'm passionate about, I chose to do my platform on fast fashion. I wanted to bring light to its effects on the environment, how it's playing a part in human trafficking, and how Miss America could be a revolutionary leader in growing the awareness and the resources to bring it to an end. I researched the nitty-gritty details. I researched solutions. I researched and researched until I knew exactly how the Miss America organization could be a positive impact on the clothing consumption and waste issue we as a planet have and how this social impact initiative is desperately needed. I made sure to lead by example, so I bought every single thing I wore in the competition secondhand. I knew I was walking into a battlefield being that no state title holder competing in Miss America has ever held a platform like this. Many title holders have used recycling and reducing their plastic waste and littering as their platform, but no one has gone in the direction of textiles, and for me, I didn't understand why. Why had no one taken the opportunity to use a global service organization to talk about something that corresponds exactly to what they do? Fashion. As the day of the competition arrived, I had my roommate zip up my dress and I anxiously slid on my heels. I grabbed my note cards off of my dorm room counter and headed out the door. I drove across campus to where the interview was being held and as the elevator went up to the top floor, I recited my platform statement underneath my breath. I stepped out of the elevator and took a seat in the chair next to the water fountain and waited patiently for my name to be called. Finally, they yelled my name and I was given a small pep talk by the woman directing me into the room. I brought my head up, shoulders back, and entered the interview room. Standing before me was a panel of five or six judges. I was so nervous I could barely see, but I fixed my feet into the pageant stance I had watched girls elegantly move into video after video, and I held my hands in front of me. The interviewers began spitting questions at me about abortion, illegal immigration, my favorite movies, and any other random question that could possibly be expected or not. As they weaved in and out of the questions, they asked me all about my social impact initiative. They asked me what fast fashion was, how someone would go about having a more sustainable wardrobe, and even how local factories could source their products in a more sustainable way. I answered every question to the best of my ability, and I walked out of that room with my head held higher than it had ever been before. I knew no matter their opinion, I spoke truth passionately and clearly, and I had never felt so empowered. I hopped in my car and sped to the local high school where the competition would be held. I grabbed all of my dresses along with my giant duffel bag, and wobbled into the auditorium. I slammed it all on the countertops and looked at myself in the mirror. It was the first time I had seen my hair and makeup all put together in this angle, and I was just like, pop off sis to myself mentally. I really did look so good. Until we stepped on stage for the opening number, the hours were spent pacing back and forth, reciting my talent, trying to memorize my social impact initiative statement, and just trying to keep my sanity, all while making sure that my hair stayed 
perfect. As the curtains opened and we walked across the stage to the beat of the music, I couldn't help but laugh. Literally, how did I get here? As we got to the last part of the dance, I was standing front and center when all of the conversations I was having with myself mentally made me forget the dance. I just slightly moved back and forth and smiled like nothing was wrong, completely making up my own moves. I smiled and hit the final pose and belly laughed my way off stage. As the time came for our on-stage interview question, I was racking my brain of all of the information I could possibly go over. I had no idea if the question would be political, social, about my platform, or just a random personal question. I still to this day cannot tell you what my question was or what my answer was, but the applause after made my ears ring and encouraged me more than I could have ever expected. Now, somehow, after having my red evening gown altered three times, it was still too big. I huffed and puffed once it was finally zipped. I put in some gorgeous earrings and it made everything better. I took one deep breath and walked onto the stage as the MC tells the entire auditorium about who I am and what I'm passionate about. I less than gracefully make my way across the stage and give one last turn before exiting. And I have never had such a weight lifted off my chest. I did not fall. As we transition to the talent portion, my nerves only skyrocketed. Everyone is assuming that I'm singing, but only the other girls competing know what I'm truly doing. A spoken word, all about body image. This was very difficult for me to write because of how personal it was, but it's the only thing I could find peace in. I changed from my red dress into my white flowy dress with a small train and a beautiful rhinestone top with an open back. I recited my talent one more time and stepped on stage. Once the MC introduced me and my talent and the music began to play, the words flowed out like it was the anthem of my soul. As I exited the stage, tears flowed down my cheeks. That was all of me handed to the audience on a silver platter. And I just hope that someone found light in that. The rest of the night was filled with more incredible talent, a final walk, and then it came to the point where they announced all the good stuff, you know. Well, long story short, your girl got Miss Congeniality. But the real tea is that when it was all said and done, a judge came up to me and told me that if I had taken myself to any other competition, I would secure a title in a heartbeat. And she encouraged me to go compete at a different preliminary competition. She implied that I basically wasn't the cookie cutter woman that the university wanted to represent them. And that's all fine by me. I share the story not to fill your head with some pointless experience that ended up in what many would say utter failure. I lost and I don't think there was any grander purpose for the faith of humanity behind that. However, I won on a much deeper scale. I am a size 12 woman who took the stage among girls several sizes smaller than me. That would better represent an organization that is infamously known for glorifying any size below a 10. I spoke about body image and encouraged an entire auditorium of people there silently judging all of our appearances to look deeper than the surface of themselves and those around them. I brought light to an unhealthy and unethical consumption of clothing that is resulting in not only harm to our environment, but also to communities overseas as they're being stripped of their resources and not making more than $5 a day for their sacrifices, all in the name of reasonably priced fashion. I called an organization that could be a revolutionary piece in this movement to join, and hopefully it planted a thought in someone's mind. Me losing the competition 
organization was not failure at all. It meant I was defying the box that the Miss America organization has perpetuated and profited from. We will not be silent about issues that major organizations should care about. We will not be made to feel like our bodies deem us less qualified to represent an organization and to be taken seriously. And we sure as heck will not lose a pageant and stop fighting for what is right. Bum ba dum, that's the tea. No, but really, I'm not meaning any hate to the Miss America organization. I'm simply sharing my experience, and I hope that me telling the story encouraged you to not let your body dictate what you do and what you stand for and how you carry yourself and the dreams that you go for because your body is the least important thing about you. So keep your head up, stay groovy, stay rad, and I'll see y'all in the next episode. Uh, uh.